morning is our first scripture, Genesis 8, 22. God has a word called season. Seasons. Seasons. At all times, we are in some type of season in our life. Amen? Season. So we want to pay very close attention to what God is saying about seasons and our life. The subtitle of this is Break Up Your Fallow Ground. In order to get into your season and do what's necessary to be done in your season, you have to learn to break that fallow ground up. But watch God's word here. Watch his wonderful, comforting word. How many of y'all know that all of us right at this instant are in a season in our life? Do y'all understand what seasons mean? You understand it from a natural point of what? Winter, spring, summer, fall. You understand season. That's probably all you see when you hear seasons. But relate that to you. What season are you in at this time? See, everything in nature has to be conversed with self. See, we're one. We're one. So what season are you in in your life right now? Have you thought about it? As any, you probably have it. You probably have it. But that's why God speaks to us because he has things that he wants us to understand and know about ourselves. And in order to do it, he has to speak to us. And when he speaks to us, we speak to you. And hopefully you speak to you as God speaks to you about what's being spoken. Amen. I said, hopefully, I didn't say that you would do it. Most don't. But hopefully, I'm confident that you will speak to you about what God is saying through the mouth of the spokesman for him about our life. It's an individual thing. We're talking about seasons, people. Now, life is a season. A season without an S. You got one life. One. We got one chance, one opportunity. One. So there's no seasons on that. It's just season. I'll show it to you. Now, the Bible says in Genesis 8.22 that as long as the earth remains, while the earth remains, watch this. It's going to be what? Seed time. Are y'all there? Am I the only one in the house this morning? Because I told you in the beginning to go to Genesis 8.22. And this is a, what kind of church? That means you get in your Bible and you open them Bibles up and you try to understand what God is saying and stop waiting on some preacher to pop off a whole bunch of stuff to you that's not biblical. See, we've been lazy too long. Now get in the book and find your own responsibility. Amen? Amen. This is the word, church. We teach you the word here. That's what saved you. None of this other garbage out here saved you. You done took it on like it's salvation, but the devil is a stinking lie. It ain't but one savior. And that's the word of God. And it was made flesh and bled and died. For who? Me. See, you you got to take that thing personal yourself. And while the earth remains, that's going to be what? Say it. Seed time and harvest. Don't go no further. Seed time. Harvest. Seed time means something got to be done, right? Harvest time means something got to be done, right? Now, ain't nothing going to be done over here if ain't nothing been done. Okay. You got I got some farmers up in here. They know that they ain't got no business looking for no doggone harvest when they ain't planting no seed. Amen. It don't work like that, do it? Amen? Amen. All right, watch this. Watch it now. Let's go over here to Ecclesiastes uh, 3.1. That's right after Proverbs, if I'm not mistaken.
Ecclesiastes 3, verse 1. Tell me when you get there. Alright, watch this. To everything there is a what? Season. And a time to every purpose under the heaven. So, to everything. <coughs> Makes no difference what that thing is. It says, to everything. Everything got its season. That's what I like about God. Even the rock got its season. The grasshopper got its season. The day got its season. The night has its season. We have our season. Travel with me just a little bit more on over here to Acts. We'll slow it down in a minute. Just trying to build a foundation here on what it is to have season in your life. Over there, Acts 17, verse 26. Say hello when you get there. Amen. Amen. We'll get some of you faster as we go. Yeah, we'll get you up to par with the, with the word. They should have been doing it wherever you've been going. You know, they should have been doing this the whole time. But see, what we done did is we done lied on God. We done brought God down to our level of worship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's the word? It's still in here. Whether they taught it to you or not. What he need for you to know is in here. Not in running around, running about what this prophet saying, what that prophet. I almost said something. We don't care about what some prophet said. We care about this. This right here. This right here what's going to keep. In these days and time, you better watch yourself. You better watch yourself. Watch this word here. Now watch this in verse 26. It said, and hath made, watch this, of one blood all the nations of men for to dwell on all the face of the earth, and watch what he has done, and hath determined the times before to be appointed. In other words, the season of our life is now, right? It's already been appointed before time. God already appointed it. This is our season. This is our appointed time here on this earth. What you going to do with it? What am I going to do with it? Sure, we foul it up over and over and over again, but God. God loves us enough. It's the problem is we don't love ourselves enough. The Bible says that beforehand, God already had our season appointed in this life. Already done. This ain't nothing new to him. It was already done beforehand. But not only did he appoint a time beforehand, if you keep reading there, it says he set bounds for our habitat. Oh my God, wait a minute. Any time that a boundary is set and you go beyond it, the only thing left is destruction. Okay? What about a hurricane? When the waters go beyond the boundaries, what happens? When the wind goes beyond the boundaries in a tornado, what happens? When the fire goes beyond the limitation, the boundary, what happens? When man goes beyond God, what happens? Destruction. That's what I'm talking about. Destruction. This ain't no joke. This is real. We up in there running around here playing churches and getting mad at the preacher because the preacher preached the truth and letting the devil pull us out of church. You're doing, you're falling right into the devil's cavern. And he's going to get you in there and close that rock on you and kill you. He will destroy you. Because he don't want you to know what's in here. He wants you to get mad at a word church and leave. And you go yonder to some garbage. And you so you seem baloney, you think it's steak. The baloney still baloney. You better hear, I don't care what you call it. It's made up of the scraps. What is it? I ain't knocking baloney, but I'm just saying, don't get it twisted thinking it's steak. You can be hungry enough to think. <laughs> That's what you, I call that confusion. Amen. <laughs> hey, All right, let's look at this. 
Let's look at this word. Well, my word keeps him human. He says here that he set these habitations. And verse 28 says, For in him we do what? Live. And we move. And we have our being. Mm. And certain also of your own poets have said, For we are also his offspring. Now I like that. Now when, I, when my boys was little, even now they all men. I look at them, I say, that's my offspring. They're not boys anymore, they men. So I can't call them boys. They men. They my children, they'll always be, oh, I'm going somewhere, I'm going somewhere. They're, 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 they're my children, but they'll always be my children. But now, when I was a child, I acted like a child. But when I became a man, I put away. Now, watch out now. When I become who I really am. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be a God because I'm an offspring of God. Huh? How can I not be? When the Word tells me I am. Huh? How can I not be? How can I deny who my father is? If, if I'm the offspring of God, then what that make me? A child of who? And when I grow up, even though I'm still his child. <clears throat> oh my God. What a revelation of who I am. And what I am. You see. See, just go beyond church stuff. See, church stuff don't let you see who you are. All they want you to do is have a feel-good time. I'm trying to teach you who your eternally possession with God is. When you grow up. And put away this earthly tabernacle. The Bible says, then you will know, as you will know. The Bible says, right now you see through a glass darkly. So you can't see yourself as men, a true God. You can't see that yet. You're scared of that. Because theology don't teach you that. They teach you that's blasphemy. But the Word of God says that when He comes, you should be just like him. Oh, wait a minute. Now, wait, 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 wait. Now, who report you going to believe? You going to believe the, the one that made you? The one that you came out of? Are you going to believe him? Or are you going to believe theology that said, oh, no, that's blasphemy. That ain't blasphemy. That's word. That word. I'll show it to you. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if I'm going to be just like him when he comes, then who coming to get me? He say I'm gonna be just like him, right? What are they gonna make me? Huh? Two plus two equal what? All over the world. I know y'all been messing up calculators a long time. Y'all don't forgot how to count and stuff. But we're gonna try to get you back. We go <laughs> We We gonna huh? Well I got a job over my head. Let me go over here and show these people that some of them looking kinda of crazy at me. Go to first John. Third chapter. See where I am. First John. Chapter three. I'm gonna read about two or three chapters. Two chap two verses. Amen. Somebody say amen with the internet, because I really want y'all to see this. You know, you really need to see this. Then you won't be looking at me all crazy. Amen? Okay. Everybody there? Watch this. Chapter 3, 1 John, chapter 3, verse 1. Behold, what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God, which are the builders of God. Therefore, the world knew us not, knows us not, because it knew who not, him not. If they didn't know him, how in the world do we expect them to know us? And we get all bent out of shape. We try to make somebody know us, and they don't even know who we carry. But the Bible goes on to say, hey, beloved, now we are, now, not later, but now we are the builders of God, the sons of God, that word son, that means builders, amen? We're the builders of God, the sons of God, and yet do it not yet appear what we shall be, right? We don't know yet what we shall be, but we know that when he, who, God, shall come or appear, we shall be like who? 
For we shall see him as who? Right. In order to see God as he is, then that means we're going to have to be like him because no man can look at God face to face and live. Now, un unknowing theologists say, well, what about when Moses spoke to him face to face and all of that? Well, wait a minute. When the word of face in this original text means that he agreed with God. See, when we agree with God, we're watching him face to face when we're in agreement with him. But we're not looking at him spirit to spirit face. It's different. You see, because you get yourself in mighty a lot of trouble running up in there on God. Because when I was down there in Mobile, and I'm high in the spirit, and I'm up in there with God real strong. And I'm scared because the closer I get, the, the more the glory. And the less I feel that I'm supposed to be where I am. I don't know if that makes sense to y'all, but. They talking about coming boldly to the throne of God. Yeah, I'm a little sheepish right now, Lord, coming up in there like that. Because this thing, you, this glory that I'm seeing from you is, is too strong for me. And I don't need to just rush up. You understand what I'm saying? I need to stand back a ways. You know, okay, Lord, like down at the foot of the mountain. Like, okay, you get this to me a little bit at a time because your glory right now is a little bit beyond anything that I've been experiencing from you. You know, so I'm a little bit afraid of this right now. I know you said come boldly, but I'm not ready to just mm, up in there like that. Because what, what you're showing me right now is beyond me. I'm, it's too strong. You understand what I'm saying? So, so, so God, is, he, he's telling us now, 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 when I come and when I translate you, then you can see me as I am and you'll know. And you're supposed to know that you're just like me. You're my offspring. But you'll always be my, somebody say, children. Uh -huh. does, that, does that make sense to you before I go in further? I hope it does. I hope it does. Now, when we go over here to Jeremiah 4.3. When we go over here to Jeremiah, the fourth chapter, now we're dealing with the part where we Breaking up our fellow grunt. And we are sowing not among the Jews. Now he was talking to Judah, which is our praise, and Jerusalem, which is our peace. Amen? Are we there? Jeremiah 4, verse 3. Y'all need to know this. You need to know what's in the Bible. You need to know. And that's what we're going to do. If you hang in here with us, we'll teach you what thus saith the Lord, not what thus saith T.D. Jakes. No, I ain't interested in what thus saith none of them. I'm only interested in what does God say in that book. Now, who with me? That's the only thing we do here is God's word. Because man will trick you. He'll infatuate you. He'll tickle your ear. He'll tell you a lie and make it sound like true. Oh, he's a sweet talker. And he'll get in your ears. And next thing you know, you'll be broke and disgusted. <laughs> you'll be done brought every prayer crawl, claw, snotty rag, trying to get that curse off you. And the only curse on you is you. Like I told him. Hey, talk about. Uh oh. Let me get back up here then. <laughs> I told them joking, they talking about how Jake's was preaching about breaking the curse and stuff. I said, well, look here. See, you ain't got no curse on you. The curse already been broken. The only curse now on you is you. So you need to break you off you. Well, I ain't hear no more from them. After, after I said that, I ain't, have, you, <laughs> ain't nothing else making you crazy but you. Come on, man. <laughs> I won't know if I'm at the right house, dear boy. Uh, can I get an A-B to our own crazy cell? Shoot. We know what we are. 
That's what hospital. We're in the hospital here. This is where you get healed. You don't come to the doctor. How you going to get healed? You stay sick. So God tells us in his instruction, medicine, his medicine, he says in Jeremiah 4.3, he's talking to Judah, which is praise, and Jerusalem, which means peace. He's talking to your praise, and he's talking to your peace. Don't leave your peace at a place of content. Because you ain't going to break up no new ground there. Don't leave your praise at a place of content. Because if you do, you're not going to go higher in your praise and worship. You're going to stay right there where you are. So, now that he's talking to our praise in us and to our peace in us, let's see what he says do. He says, now look, this is what I need you to do. I need you to break up your fallow ground. That word fallow there means to be freshly upturned. You see, there are some things in all of us that we've allowed the old soil in us to keep under wraps. Can't get no air. Can't get no light to it. And God is telling us that we have constantly got to break up that fellow ground. You see, in other words, we got to always be digging inside of ourselves to turn over something new. And when we turn it over, listen good. When we turn that thing over, what did he say do? Don't sow among the thorn. In other words, don't do sin with it. Don't sow sin into the new ground. Sow something good in it. He's going to show us in a minute what to do. He's giving us the medicine now. So God is telling us now, he said, break it up. But when you break up your fallow ground, don't sow among the thorn. Sow some good stuff. Now, when we go on to Hosea, Hosea going to show us what to sow. The Bible said line upon line. That's why we do it like this here. The Bible said line upon line, precept upon precept. Here a little, there a little. When we speak to these people with stammering lips and a new tongue. And that ain't on an Alibaba, Alibaba. That's not a new tongue. It's where you used to curse people out. You say, I bless you now. Oh, Hallelujah. Come on, man. It's the new tongue. See, see, where you used to talk crazy to people. Now, no, I'm going to bless you in the name of Jesus. That's a new tongue. That came, see, that came from line upon line, precept upon precept, and understanding what you're reading. Because you're building a bomb and you don't know what you're doing. You're going to blow up yourself and everybody else. Talking about, where'd you find it? On the internet. You don't find God on the internet. Amen? Amen. Uh, contrary to what you might believe, you do not find God on Facebook. Amen. You can find a whole lot of things about God. But is it God? Hosea. Right after that, if I'm correct. Yeah. Hosea, 10th chapter. Thank you, Jesus. Hosea. I had an old crazy boy one time. He wasn't my boy. But he was a boy that I was trying to help a man. He said, I'm going to do like Jose did. God told him to marry a prostitute. I'm going to marry me. You a fool. God told him to do that for a reason. God done told you to do it. You, ask, you know what I'm saying? He ain't done no good sin. He ain't in church no more. He ain't in nothing. See, see, God, everything in here, God ain't talking to you. You got to know when God talking to you and when God talking to a nation and when God, you know what I mean? You got to know what you... God, I looked at him. Did he just say that? Yeah, he said it. I let him go with it too. You go right on here. Go ahead. Marry I'm done. Watch this in verse 12. Hosea 10, 12. Amen? Hosea 12, 10. Watch what God said. Everybody there? Hosea 12, 10. Uh, Hosea 10, 12. 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 Hosea
10, 12. I get a little backwards sometimes. Just like everybody else. Hosea. It's right after Daniel. Now we're talking about, he says, so. Break up your foul ground. And he says, so. Among. Don't sow among the thorns, right? But he didn't say what to sow. He just told her what, where not to sow. Don't sow back. Don't sow the good stuff back into the simple stuff in your life. That's all he's saying. All right, amen. All right, here we go. Are we there? Look at verse eight. He says, "Sow to yourself." In what? That's what he wants to sow. He, when see when that, when he breaks up, when he break up that ground, that ground has to be sown with something, or sin gonna sow itself back on it. Got it? You don't wait to sow righteousness in on broken, fallow ground. You have to do that immediately. And it's constant. It's a constant thing. Because the Bible says here that we are to sow to yourselves in righteousness. And he said you'll reap mercy. That's in verse 12 of Hosea 10. Okay? Everybody else. Then he tells again, break up your fallow ground. For it is time to do what? Seek the Lord till he come and rain righteousness upon. See, everybody asking to rain. See, we, we want these physical things all the time, right? We want God to just shower us with all of this physical stuff. And we ain't got no righteousness in us at all yet. So here we are. We crazy. And we done put a horse a mule in the back of the wagon and say, get up and go. And the wagon up front. See, righteousness back here, but it's supposed to be up here. But we throw in the wagon instead of the thing that can pull the wagon. I think I hit a nerve then. I think I done all right on that one, though. Thank you, Jesus. That one got him. See, sometimes you just got to bring this thing down and take it low. Now look, let's get from the season to seasons. See, life itself is a season. One season. You got one shot, right? Now, within that life, there are seasons. Within this. Here's where the winter, the spring, summer, and the fall comes into play. And in each one of these seasons, something got to be done. Because if you don't do what's necessary in the season you're in right now, then the next season ain't going to be able to produce what it's supposed to produce in your life. And that's going to knock out the next one, and it's going to knock out the next one too. So you see, people wonder, why ain't I getting this way? Because you never did straighten out the season that you're in. And until you, and, and, and until you do straighten that season out, then all, you see, you're just putting more and more uh, uh, inadequate seasons on your life. The longer you delay it. So now you're strung out, and you say, man, it's been 10 years, and I'm still in the, in, in the same dump. Well, the reason why is because you still haven't learned what to do in your season back here. You, 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 you still ain't did it yet. So until you do it, you're going to keep shooting, but, right? You keep looking back there, you know you ain't planning nothing. You ain't even got that straight back there yet. But you're way up here now 10 years later, but you still messed up. Something ain't right. You got to check your resume when it's done like that. Now, hold up. Say, God, why? Don't ask God why. Ask yourself where you, where you screw up and where you need to go back and clean that thing up. Amen? Amen? Come on now. Don't, don't look at me. Y'all get real up in here now because y'all know I'm telling the truth. You know, you know I'm telling the truth. He's all up in all our business. All up in it. But he knows how to do it without us getting angry and mad unless it's just a pure devil in you and then you get mad anytime. You just got pure hell in you. You ain't going to listen to nothing no way. Right? But if you got any kind of little common sense, you'll say, you know, that's true. I need, to, I, I, I need to work on this for this to get better. So we got four seasons, right? Okay. Some of us are in our winter season. Some, okay. Let me explain a winter season. A winter season is a new beginning in your life. Some of us have relocated. 
Some of us got new jobs. Some of us got new whatever. That's your business. But whatever, it's a new season. It's a winter season in your life. And in that winter season in your life, you've got to do what? Break up your fallow ground, right? In that new season you're in. And if you ain't careful, the same thing you did in the old season, you'll do. And you're finna make a big mistake. Oh, the Holy Ghost is speaking. Speaking to us. What you did here. You're in a new season now. You're in the winter of it. You're in the beginning of it. It's going to take patience. It's going to take long suffering. But I got you. Now, break up your fallow ground. Look for a new and a renewed life. One of joy, one of happiness, one of peace, yeah. one of sound mind, one of love, all that good stuff. Yeah. See, look for that. And that's what that's sowing righteousness on what you're breaking up. Because if you ain't careful, that which you left in that old season, it's going to contaminate that new, freshly plowed up ground if you ain't careful. If I'm what? God's spirit is up in this house and I'm telling us, all of us, God ain't saying what he's saying just to be saying. All of us are in seasons and God wants us to win. How many want to win for a change? Huh? How many want to win for a change, you know? How many people want to win for a change? See, some of us just don't even got sense not to pay attention. Some of us just want to just stay like we are. We are well, just stay like Why you say, Jay, was that you back there? Well, just stay like that then. You know what I'm saying? You want to stay crazy? Stay crazy. You know what I mean? But I'm not going to stay there with you. Huh? Because you crazy. I ain't got to be crazy with you. If you broke, you broke because you broke. You ain't, I ain't, ain't got to be broke with you. Because I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. Oh, wait a minute. I'm going to preach this thing. I'm preaching. So I see right now. See, I like it when the devil don't like it. When I see that devil rise up, that will make me want to preach more. See, I like that. I like a challenge. See, y'all don't be seeing what I be seeing out here. Or what Brenda be seeing out here, but I'm loose with it. I'm loose with it because he don't scare me. I don't care nothing about him. That devil out of here. We're going to cut him up. Going to circumcise him right out of, right back to hell. You know, and let him, let, it, let some of them fires hit him. Because he ain't there yet, but he going. I ain't going with him. So here's, here, here we are over here in the winter. That new season of our life. New job, new everything. Okay. You know how we do. We break that fallow ground up. We got a new job. We're giving God praise. That's breaking up fallow ground. That's sowing righteousness, right? And then all of a sudden, we just forget about God. We stop sowing in righteousness. We start sowing back in that old, old crazy. We start sowing that. Now, we done messed up our winter seasons. So now, while they were sleeping, the enemy come in. So tares. But you shouldn't have been sleeping. You never would have been able to sow them. Now the tares are in there in your winter season. Now you, they got to grow with everything because you don't, you just tear up everything, right? See, see, done messed up. That's why God wanted us now. He takes so. He takes it to the next season. Spring. Hmm. You done plant it. Now you see them little leaves coming up. But you don't know whether it's going to be wheat or whether it's going to be a tack because they both look alike. That's right. <laughs> see what I'm saying? And you think you got a bumper crop. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you got your bumper crop all right. You got a bumper crop of hell coming. <laughs> you know what I'm Because you done Because <laughs> you done so Tears See them with tears That old way That's what you got away from Now you done so that craziness Now what's coming up is Crazy And it got just enough To look like it's good because it's still tender. See, crazy ain't crazy till you get crazy. 
while it's tender. Oh, that's so cute. You seen old crazy younger. Demon all in him. Oh, that's so cute. That's a demon you're looking at. You don't even know it. If you don't straighten it out, you're going to find out just how big a demon. I'm talking to you. You're going to find out how crazy that demon is when he get up in your face one day and try to knock you out. They ain't cute so much, is it? So you should have dealt with it back here. Amen? Now you got that thing up here. The same way with life. Now here comes the summer. Okay. Now you got your harvest. Wait a minute. Hosea said you sow much, but you reap little. And you, it's almost like you got holes in your pocket. That's what he said. That's the book. He said you, you, show, you sold to the wind. You, you sold to a whirlwind. And you reap the wind. You know, whirlwind is a strong thing. So, now you in your summer season. It ain't looking right. Because you thought you had a bumper crop. But you got more weeds and tears. You got more sin in your life now than you did. All because you, you, you sowed sin into a potent ground called the broken up fallow ground. That's the ground where you're supposed to go forward in life. That's where you get your good stuff. That's why you got to make sure that you're careful how you sow in it. Because if you ain't careful how you sow in it, what will happen is, is that you'll mess this up up here. So now you up here in the summertime and things still ain't looking right. Hold it. Don't wait to get here. Don't wait to get here. Let's do it right here. Now, now it's time for the harvest to come. Autumn. You're getting ready to cut it down. You're getting ready to, as long as the earth remains, seed time, harvest. Now you're getting ready to harvest, but look what's happening. Ain't much there. You got this big old pop barn pop fire of weeds, and you just got a little stack of wheat. But you thought you had a bump. So you don't add up. Something ain't right. It's just because of what we did here. Uh-huh. See, it takes patience to go through the four seasons of life. See, seasons and stuff. See, see, in your new job, in your new place, in your new location, in your new relationships and everything. See, it takes patience. It takes patience with this thing, man. You know, you got to be careful. You know, you got to be careful. That's why you got to just continue to love God. Just continue to love God and He'll guide you. He'll show you how to do this thing. He'll keep you from being overwhelmed by it. You know what I'm saying? He's right on time all the time. See, see, we want to hear Him give Him what we want, when we want it, how we want it. But the problem is, if He gives us what we want, when we want it, how we want it, we might kill ourselves. We're the most likely that's what we will do. So God said, wait a minute, son. Wait a minute, daughter. Let me, let me grow you up a little bit more. You're not ready yet. Well, I'll wait now. No, no, wait a minute. Just wait a minute. I love you too much, you know. I love you too much. I'm going to hold up on you for a minute just so you can get a grip on yourself. Just so you can get a grip on yourself. So what God does is, now over here, He teaches us to take a little, see our mistake, take a little and live on it. We don't like it, do we? How many of you don't like living on a budget? Anybody? Don't nobody like living on no budget. You got to be out of your mind if you like living on a budget. Something ain't right with you. If you like living on a budget, then something wrong with you. But it's necessary to have a budget. See, the things that we need to do, we don't like to do. I didn't say the things that we want to do. I say the things that we need to do. We don't like to do. You see, it's called sacrifice. So now, from the harvest, you got to take out enough to eat with, hopefully to bless somebody else with, and, 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 but you got to have them take your seed out of it in order to have something to plant next week. So here we go again. Here we go now. We got this little bit over here. We don't want to give God none of it. Knowing that he's a master at turning two fish and five loaves into feeding over 20, 30,000 people. 5,000 men, but men and women and children was there. See, we talking about mega. You know, 
We're two fishing for our load. See, we don't trust him like that yet. See, 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 we keep reading that in the Bible and we keep seeing two fishing for our load. You got to see it now. How he's taking the house of destiny, two fishing, five loads, and doing what he's doing throughout the world. He'll do the same thing in your life individually. Amen. When you take this, this little bit, he know you done messed up. You ain't got to tell him that. He already know. You go over here. You got this stuff over here. A little bit. Talk a little bit. <laughs> it's a little bit in every town. Yeah. Amen. Now, you take it, and you can either give God heal, sow back into it, because it's fallow ground. You can either sow it back into here, or, like most of us, we eat it all up. If you eat it all up, church, you don't have nothing to say. Okay, now I'm a man of God, so I'm just going to open my refrigerator and give everybody food. That poor and ain't got nothing. Now, you're going to be poor too because you ain't got nothing now. Now you're looking around where, huh? Common sense come with this thing. Yeah. So we teach them how to fish, and as long as you give them a fish, they're going to be wanting you to give them a fish. You ate it up over here. Yeah, you did. Ate it all up. Ain't getting God nothing. And God just looking at that sick food. Don't you know that for every seed that you give to God, that it multiple one seed brings in a whole harvest. One seed because it grows that stalk. That stalk grows all that other on it. All in seeds. Multiply. All in, that's, he's in the business of multiplication. He's in the business of it. See, he gives us this seed for our bread and to multiply the seed that are sown. The Bible tells us that. You see? So, we instead of giving God just a little bit to put over here, give him something, you know, sow back into that fallow ground. With righteousness. But what do we do? We're in a new season now. Harvest is over. We're back over here in what we call the winter. The new season. It's another season. Where we break up our fallow ground. So the first thing we break up our fallow ground with is zero. Because we done ate it up over here. Am I making sense up in here? Now we wonder why things ain't looking right. And we don't understand that a change really going to have to come in order for things to get better. Last verse, watch this. He said now, in verse 12, he said, Sow up your right unto, uh, sow to yourselves in righteousness, reap in mercy, break up your fallow ground, for it is time. Mm-hmm. It's time. To seek the Lord till he come and he reign what? Righteousness. The word reign there means blessings. God want to bless us with the right act. With the right action. Because by him blessing us with how to do what's right. Then when we got that little harvest over here. We'll have that right act in us to go over here and do what's necessary to be done with it. You see he got <laughs> until the rain fall on us. See, it's righteousness is guiding us. It's not we ourselves. Last scripture. Ezekiel 34, 26. We're going to talk about this rain. He said, until rain fall on us. And we're done. 26. Ezekiel 34, verse 26. Please say amen when you get there. Watch the word. It says in verse 26, Ezekiel 34, verse 26, he says, And I will make 
them and the places around about my hill of blessing. Watch this. I will make them. He's talking about his people. And not only is he talking about his people, but he's also talking about the places that his people reside at. Whether here at this church, whether in their life. He says, I will make not only them, but he said, and the places round about my hill. A blessing. And I will cause the shower to come down in his what? Showers. Ain't showers rain? Mm-hmm. And what are these showers going to be? Read the word. See, he's not talking about water. He's talking about raining blessings on your life. But you got to be in position. See, he, he said, I make them and those that are about my heel blessing. See, you got to get in position. See, see, many of them come through the house, but they don't get in position. So when the cup run over, because it always runs from the head down. When the cup run over, you ain't in position to get what's coming. If I ain't in position to get what's coming from God, then I'm going to miss it. If you ain't in position to get what comes from God through the man of God or the woman of God, and you got your little cup over here somewhere and ain't got no over here. Over here. <laughs> you old crazy self. Everybody else fool and you looking stupid. <laughs> huh? <laughs> Come on. Ain't that how we do? <laughs> ain't that how we do? <laughs> Instead of us getting lined up, we get all over here on the side looking for something else, looking all crazy. And the thing just flowing over here. And it's hollering at you. Come over here. Come over. Get in line. Get in line. Ain't coming. Then somebody else get in line. And get what's yours. And get what's supposed to be yours. You don't work all this time. God Almighty, how can that be? You don't work all these years, man. And then all of a sudden you let the stuff snatch what you've done all these years. And now it's your time. Now it's your season. Good God Almighty. And you waited all this time just for your season to come. And then when your season comes, you done stepped out of position. Oh, foolish Galatian who has bewitched you and caused you to believe a lie. Instead of the truth. Word. That's word. So with that. Understanding that God. Says he, we got to seek him. Until he decides to rain that mercy on us. Because he's going to do it. Righteousness. He's going to do it. But in the meantime. We got to go through these seasons. And when we do what we're supposed to in these seasons, then we'll get what we're supposed to get in the next season. Because one season we'll leave and the other one will come in. Two points that I want to leave with you, and that's enough. Two points. When you break your fallow ground up, don't sow among the thorns. Don't try to bring that back here into your new life. Get rid of that now. Get rid of that. It ain't about being nice and everybody's about get you got to get out of here, devil. Amen. I'm gonna take my chance with God on this one. Y'all better hear what I'm saying. Yeah. Or you're gonna be going through the same old thing again and you're gonna be crazy and that a lunatic. And you ain't gonna run me crazy. You ain't gonna run me crazy. Cause I don't do a whole lot of counseling. I leave that hook. <laughs> Amen. Best counsel I give is from this pulpit. Then I'm gonna buy my bin. See, I'm old. I'm an old man. I've been doing this too long. I don't have time to fool with y'all like that. See, y'all ought to know better Amen. by now. Come on now. See, y'all ought to know better by now. Right. Right you ain't gonna kill me. I told you what to do. Amen. Then you gonna come back? Well, you know, I want to talk. You want for what? You know what I'm gonna do? Give you CD. Go listen to that. <laughs> It's something what you need. Yeah, yeah. 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 Huh? Yeah, I'm going to eat. Yeah. Yeah. Just do what you're supposed to do. Just do what you're supposed to do, man. It ain't hard. It ain't hard, man. Look up sometime. And see how it's the brightness of 
How beautiful. Man, it was so beautiful in Mobile. Man, I didn't have a care in the world. You laid back. Just no care, no nothing. And fell all in love with my wife again. Couldn't die. That don't thing hurt me being away from It was. I stayed on the phone with her. But other than that, you know, it was just, just great. Just great, man. We got a great church. And God is bringing in a new flow. Because we're going to a different place in it. We're going to a place of joy, of love, and we've always been there. But them little old enemy keep coming in snatching. I don't understand it. And I come to the realization that it ain't us, it's the individual. Amen. If the old girl don't love you, then she, let her go. You know what I mean? It's okay. Love her enough to let her go. If the old dude don't love you, love him enough to let him go. Because it'll make your life better. It'll make your life better. Whatever it is, don't never get so attached to nothing Amen. that it's going to hurt you when it leaves. Amen. Don't do that. Don't do that to yourself. you got to prepare yourself. I learned that through pastoring. Because many nights, my heart almost just busted from hurt and pain. Man, this ain't no joke up here. This ain't no joke. I, I, I watch this up closely because I don't want to be hurt. See, this thing ain't no joke. People will hurt you. The people that try to you try to do the most for will hurt you. And you got to be real with this thing. You got to let folk know that we're dealing with human beings up in here and we people too. And we need to look out for each other and stop all this old crazy stuff. We don't need this. You know? If you don't like what's going on here, that though, we don't, we ain't got nothing bad to say about you. But if you like what's going on here in the Word of God, please stay. Please stay, and let's do something right for God instead of doing that church thing. Let's get some knowledge from God, some understanding from God, how to love one another, how to be at peace with one another, how to look out for one another. Let's do them things. Let's just don't talk it. Amen. Come on, Pastor. Let's do it. Amen. Amen. Give God some praise. Give him praise. Come on up, brother.